We ain't got clout No diamond rings, no trout No silent streams, but we've Got lots of things to say Cause we've got nothing Hello and welcome to yet another episode of We've Got Nothing, a bi-weekly comedy story-sharing podcast. I am your host, Kai Saunders, comedian and person, and today I am joined with my older brother, Ben. You should call me my 600-pound life because I'm all full of cornbread and ready to slut it up. And our producer, Josh Boyce. I'm I'm just shocked by what Ben just said. <laughs> also, I was, like, I was planning to come into this like, man, I'm surprised that Kai keeps going with person like you're still trying to keep with the facade that you are a real person oh, and whoa, not like whoa. a robot or an alien because you just say it like you know uh very Mark matter Zuckerberg f- does like yeah. whenever he's like I'm what people do this I'm a person <laughs> welcome to the metaverse uh, I smoke meats in the metaverse sweet baby rays you guys like that right normal people like that right one time I kissed a human and my brain rejected it. <laughs> he has kids. I don't buy it. They could be adopted. You don't know this. Oh. You don't know Mark. Get him on Maury. Get him on Maury. Mark <laughs> Zuckerberg you don't know could Mark buy Z. Maury. Um, imagine the sound of Mark Zuckerberg coming because it has to just be like a 90s printer. Like a <laughs> Did you hear that? I think they're... we have a record for the quickest we've went to sex on this podcast and is a minute and 34 seconds. That's right. No, no, no. We've started episodes pretty hot and heavy, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> like, we've I, started episodes with no intro, just sex talk. Yeah, I don't think most of those were kept. Oh, well, <laughs> you know, the, the We've Got Nothing vaults, if anyone found it and opened it. Uh, it's not fun. It's bad. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about the race episode we did. Like, that, yeah, <laughs> less said about that attempt at making. We uh, there's toe in the line, and then there was us who had like jumped over the line mm-hmm. into like the demilitarized zone, sure. and we're like, "Why are they all shooting at us?" Well, like, the best part was that we sent it to DJ, and I remember after we recorded it, we were like, "I feel like we made really great points, and we sounded great." And DJ went, "You're a podcast, so if someone like looks up a race podcast, they're gonna think they're gonna get like real thinkers about the topic of race, and instead, it's just two white kids being like, "Oh, that shit's kind of goofy," you know? <laughs> like, yeah, it was. <laughs> It was a very big learning experience. Oh, man. I told Solange that we were recording that one. She was like, oh, yeah, what's the topic? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's racism. And she's like, what are you guys going to talk about? <laughs> just stressed out. That's, that's just how good of a girlfriend you have that she wasn't immediately like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that just goes to show what an incredible woman she is. Yeah. The only racism we've ever experienced is as Welsh people at the hands of even uglier people from the UK. The only time that I've experienced racism is when people read my full name and they just start like every year for attendance. The teacher would try to read my name, which is spelled K-Y-N-E-W-Y-N. And I got to- God, you just misspelled your own name. K-Y-N-E-W-Y-N. No, it's K-Y-E-W-Y-N. No, no, it's not. I Has know. there always been an N? Yes. Yeah. Well, you misspelled it as a kid, and I never corrected it. Okay. So whatever. Here's the thing. Whatever. I can't believe you just tried to gaslight me into thinking I'm spelling my own name wrong. That's a Mandela effect I thing, because under- that's, that's absolutely not true. You're, you're gaslighting me now. I understand that I don't get a lot of words right, okay? I understand that if I had to spell- Pull your name up. Pull your license out right now. Yeah, I will. I don't I've have it on I realized just now that I'm very bad at- Audibly spelling things. 
like hearing Josh? people spell a thing and be like, oh yeah, that's a word. I think I might still be four years old. Oh no. <laughs> you just got it. We've got nothing. Two gaslighters and a four-year-old. <laughs> you're not even four. <laughs> you're like three and a half. Is that what your dumb friends told you? You're acting crazy. Um, See, this is fun because I can just kick you out if you just do that. <laughs> it's really fun. Like, Getting kicked out by a four-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> for both of you guys. Yeah. <laughs> if he can reach the door handle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't me. have to. You guys can do that. You just got to leave. Uh, <laughs> I'm not respecting a four-year-old telling me to leave. <laughs> Take that out of context and Ben Saunders is going to prison. <laughs> oh, no. Which brings me to, uh, I, I guess we can go right into our topic. Well, I didn't finish what I was saying because you said I misspelled tomato, it. Tomato, tomato, anyway. <laughs> Basically, the teacher would read Kindwin, and I would know if my teacher was racist or not because it would start. they would start looking for like any melanin in the room because it just assumed that a person of color had that name. Wow. Yeah. And then it was always like, excuse me, sir, do you mean Kindwin Saunders? <laughs> they were like, no, I don't. I don't trust you. I mean, I don't trust you, period. I had one person that actually uh, mispronounced my name, and I'm not sure how they figured out how to do that. That's incredible. Yeah. One time, my name was mis... Our last name was horrifically mispronounced. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were at a jazz ensemble. Um, You know, we being me and all the other dudes Mm -hmm. that were totally crushing puss in high school. Yeah, fingering everything. Just literally, we were drowning in it. Like, we were like, dude, take that cummerbund and mop something off. Mop as much off your hands as you can get off. And your face. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that embouchure better be clear because we're about to go on and absolutely suck for four songs. We definitely have to take out our spit valve. (laughs) Yeah. One time was we, that jazz band? Do you ever yeah, have any? Yeah, jazz band. Yeah, okay. We uh, played at the state fair and got a C for one of our songs. It was one of the more embarrassing moments of my life <laughs> to be told you suck at a mandatory class that you. Oh, no, no, you're mediocre because it goes below C. I don't know if you know how lenient high school jazz band judging is, but <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of it. I knew a group that got a D. To get a D or an F, that I want to see that performance because that meant that you showed up and didn't know the song. Yeah. Like that, we, we had to stop mid-song and restart. We did chorus and uh, we couldn't, you had to do three songs and we couldn't do our third song because half of the kids got heat stroke because we'd been outside at the fair all day. So, like... So, Damn, there go all the bases. Yeah. Just like a whole row collapses. Like four kids got heat stroke. And we were like, well, we were like the all-star choirs. So oh. There were like 12 of us. So like four was a lot. Four is like, yeah, that's a whole third of the yeah, choir. Yeah, but I was really. That's like if Sting died and the police were like, well, shit. I mean, uh. <laughs> so Rocks, sand. <laughs> sand. Uh, rocks and sand. Um, <laughs> they don't know the words yeah. of their own hit single. Yeah. You got to put on some headlights. <laughs> put on the flip flops. Roxanne. I was talking to a comic friend of mine, and uh, no, no tea, no shade thrown at uh, musical comedian, comedic acts, but uh, spoof songs are very easy to write. Yes. <laughs> and they're so fun to just think of. Yeah, uh, chances yeah. are, if you are listening to this podcast, you have probably written at least one spoof song in your free time with a group of three or more people. Yeah. That that is actually our whole demographic. Yeah. Yeah. Is people who have participated in the writing of a spoof song. Yes. Yes. Yeah. No, that was my uh, entire comedic career in like middle school. I did a bunch of Christian remixes of rap songs to get people at church to like me. And it worked at church, had the inverse effect at my middle school. Shocking. What kind of songs were you spoof? Read your Bible. Read Read it well. well. 
You can read it all by yourself. Let me see you read it. Yeah. I just did that so I could sing popular songs in the house without having to get in trouble. And even then, you still got in trouble. I'm just not in the house. Just yeah. <laughs> amongst my peers. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. So, But that kind of brings us closer to our topic today, mm-hmm. which is cults. <laughs> I forgot that that was our which topic for this Which is a spoof one. of an talk- actual religion. Yeah. Yeah. We are talking about the Indianapolis football team. <laughs> <laughs> We've got hot That tape. was my first thought when we were talking about this on text because it was spelled incorrectly. I'm like, we're talking about football now? Okay. I didn't know we were that kind or of podcast. Or young horses. <laughs> <laughs> or like, both. Yeah. I like, like, those were my... At no point did I think, uh, like, toxic religions. I thought... <laughs> Animals or football teams. Which we, sadly does sound like something we would try to do a Colts <laughs> episode in which we talk about football and small horses. And it would go about as well as us covering races. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It would be. Actually, it would somehow be worse. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. both yeah. football players and, and horse. horses. Yeah. 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 Horses are like, <laughs> cut it off. Their little hooves smash on Spotify. They're all mad. Yeah. They get canceled on horse Twitter. Oh. I, nay, nay, winnie, winnie, at we've got nothing. I'm like, yo, this is serious as fuck. Yeah. Our Instagram blows up. We're like, yay. It's all horses just like DMing us, threatening. Like, what would a horse threat be? Like just, a carrot just, getting snapped? Just hoof, 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 hoof. Hoof plus demon emoji. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> We're well, horses ca- can be really, really sassy. Have you ever had like a horse be passive aggressive to you? Okay, this is the most white woman sentence that, you've ever said. That might be the most white man, woman sentence that has ever been said. No, I've said whiter on this podcast. There have been whiter moments. <laughs> I definitely, I know myself pretty well, Josh. White, if you we, go the back to the archives, white woman sentences. That's it. I'm calling nine one one, and that gets uttered quite a bit. So yeah, so we're talking about colts, not horses, not Peyton Manning's alma mater. We're talking about when religion goes a little south. Sometimes a lot south. Sometimes not even being a religion at all. Sometimes it goes all the way to Guyana. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that was a true crime reference for all yeah. of our edgy yep. teens on okay. the podcast. All yeah, right. look at that. You, you can be now, edgy and not be a teen. What is the definition? Josh, can you look up I'm the definition right of a cult? Just so we have some basis uh, yeah, on I'm, it. I'm going to look it up on my, do you have it? Yeah, so the first one is a system of religious veneration and devotion directed towards a particular figure or object. But the one we're going to be using is the secondary one, which is a relatively small group of people having religious beliefs or practices regarded by others as strange or sinister. (laughs) And then also this ties into mine is a misplaced or excessive admiration for a particular person or thing. So you could be like part of the cult of Dunkin' Donuts. You could be part of the cult of whoever you're dating. The cult of stand-up comedy. (laughs) Yes. I was absolutely in a cult when I was doing DIY. We would perform in houses like we were Christians hiding from the Romans. Yeah, yeah. We were never making any money. There were miracles, but it wasn't like water to wine. It was more like, dude, we somehow made 50 bucks. I think it was a drug deal. Like, just get out of here. Yeah. so they're, they're, you know. They're I got paid for a gig today, and I saw how much they paid me, and I, out loud, I went, cheapers, because it was over $10. I was like, how did that happen? Someone uh, misplaced a zero. I'm sorry, but we're really. 12 bucks. Oh, my gosh. 
I can pay for my tolls now. That zero next to the two is real easy to hit, huh? Well, Buster? actually, uh, this month was the first month where I've been back like full time since the kidney stuff. And uh, I've been able to pay all my bills except rent with comedy, which is pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. Pretty Look fun. At you. Thank you. Pretty, pretty nice. That being said, if anyone would like to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> that would be great. By paying rent. By That's just- how you <laughs> pay our rent. Pay our rent. I just moved into a new place. I need it. Oh, yeah. You want to talk about that? I mean, it's just me and our brother with autism posted up. Uh, <laughs> it's got strictly window units, which is nice because it drowns out the screams of the meth addled masses that congregate outside every night. Yeah. Um, when we first moved in, there was just a bed in both rooms. And we were like, oh, man. How much has it progressed from there at this point? Well, now our beds are in that room and those beds are gone. Um, and we have an air purifier, which is nice. Just one for the whole? We have one for the living room and I have a personal for my room. Oh, that's nice. Cooper could just suck a dick, I guess. In my <laughs> zone. I don't know. We're trying. We're doing our best. The ones that are sold at your place of business... Uh, are pretty good. They are? Yeah. I don't know. I actually wanted to go. The new ISIS sold air purifiers. Yeah. (laughs) I wanted to go to your place of business uh, because my boyfriend's uh, roommate moved out. And I was like. How's that been going? Well, it happened like four days ago. So I walk into his apartment and it looks like he got robbed. So there's just nothing (laughs) in there? nothing in there. Your boyfriend's roommate was one that actually had everything? Yeah. So I thought that like. (laughs) Great. I thought that like. The table, or like the the TV, his, his or the bed. like, yeah, his car. <laughs> well, no, it's like there was a real conversation. He's like, I think when we come back for breakfast, the shower rod might be gone, and I'm like, the shower Why? rod, the toilet Hold seat. On. Yeah, how bad was this move out situation where? The roommate didn't just like, oh, that's a $5 shower rod. I'll just get one at my next So place. the roommate did leave the shower rod purely because he was high when he came back to get his stuff two days after moving out. Nice. Um, But yes, he did own pretty much. I had no idea. I've been using his roommate's shit consistently for the last six months thinking it was my boyfriend's. And it's 100%. Like I like took a shower in his shower and I was like, oh, my face wash is gone. He's like, that wasn't mine. And I was like, oh, it was definitely, I used a lot of that. Like, <laughs> that kind of thing. You're like, you have like a chill boyfriend, but he wasn't like, yeah, I think my roommate's totally boning my girlfriend. She uses all of his shit. Like, she's no, wearing his you're hoodie. Just, you're just accepting the savings. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly what that was. Like a hundred percent. to know that your boyfriend outsourced most necessities. <laughs> Honestly, not shocking in the slightest. Like, he hates, hates spending money besides Chipotle and gas. If it's outside those realms, he's like, this is splurging and I'm uncomfortable. How often do you dress up like a like a gas station filler tank? <laughs> yeah, so he'll splurge on you. How often do you say, just treat me like a burrito bowl? And he's like, it's not the same! Yeah. He slams uh, the door. Yeah, I'm like, babe, can we do a date night? And I'm covered in tinfoil. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm putting the tinfoil on you while also somehow punching it. By the way, Chipotle, what happened? Why are you putting the tinfoil on me? Because I'm in a Chipotle uniform. I had to insert (laughs) myself. Why are you in 
my this weird scenario. Because a third person needs to put you into. Um, and if someone's gonna put yeah. you in tinfoil, it might as well be family. I'd be uncomfortable if it was anyone else. It would be weird if it was a third random person, like a third actual Chipotle employee. Which, by the way, when did Chipotle become the Popeyes of Fast Mex? Because like every time I go into Chipotle, they are furious that I'm there. Mm-hmm. The clients, like the clientele, is when upset. they stopped getting paid significantly more than everyone else, right? That inflation really took the yeah. The well, Chipotle perk. The Chipotle perk is pretty much gone, and every I've I've come to know many a Chipotle worker, and every Why? time I just I do art and art. She's doesn't in the pay. demographic where Chipotle workers exist. Yeah. yeah. How many awful jokes have you heard about? Like, man, you want a burrito, but then they get tacos. So. That is actually funnier than most of the stuff I hear about it. Um, sadly, no. Usually, it's like you because the weird thing about doing comedy, I'll spend like hours and hours and hours a week with these random people that I would otherwise never have known existed, right? And like you talk to them all the time before they go on stage, after they get on stage, whatever. But you have to be like months and months and months into like actual friendship to find out anyone's job. And when you do, it's always disheartening to hear. You're like, ah, oh, I thought you were cool. <laughs> it's always yeah. like. Well, that's why they do stand-up comedy because mm-hmm. they're, you know, that's why we did music because you would like talk to everyone and be like, go work at Wawa. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably fired for going on this tour. So I'm The amount of like full-grown men that still live with their parents. Not me anymore, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the hood instead. I think no, I have black. No, you really are. It's really like, yeah, I heard about that. I think I have black mold. Yeah. You probably do. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's actually not. You should probably test for that because that can get you real sick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you would like to sponsor the podcast, please email us at we've got nothing at gmail.com. Great. Mm-hmm. I think it's we've got nothing podcast. I mess it up every time. <laughs> what if we have thousands of emails that we've just been <laughs> to the wrong email address? Someone who's like, they made that depressed and they're like, we've got nothing. <laughs> yeah. They just keep getting all these people being like, hey, you guys aren't funny and Ben needs to keep his shirt on. They're like, who's Ben? <laughs> no, that's probably all the emails. Like, I would like to hear this topic this week. And they're like, in what? This new email? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm so glad that Kai's feeling better. Blog because of our missed emails. I look. Please write into our actual email and tell us if you've emailed the wrong email, and if so, what was the response to that email? Now, Colts, which is what we're in for this podcast. Yeah, yeah. You could be in the we've got nothing cult. I want to be the supreme leader. Interesting. No. Okay, then I want to be the benevolent creator. Again, I don't like it. I want to be master of the universe. <laughs> so, so, so He-Man? Yes, He-Man? and I want to dress up as Do you He-Man. have the power? <laughs> no, but the whole time I'm going to say, while I'm doing my cult sermons, I'm going to be in the He-Man costume. Including the wig you have the, to wear. The the wig. wig. The wig is necessary. Yeah. And then the cross suspenders is also necessary. Yeah, with Ben's farmer tan, it'll yeah. really... And I'm going to drop He-Man quotes into my sermons, but you can't call me He-Man. Because listen, guys, I have the power. <laughs> okay? And I'm here to give the power to you. We can beat this through the power of Grayskull. <laughs> yeah, they're like, that's just a direct a quote. quote. 
Wait, and you're dressed like He Man the entire yes, time. Yes, Page Boy. But no one is no one's allowed, allowed to call me He Man because I'm this cult master of the universe. And all of our other positions are also Masters of the Universe <laughs> character name. Okay, so what's the girl's name that's in it? Oh no, you're gonna be um, you're gonna be Skeletor. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! That actually, sadly enough, those two characters do fit both you and I. <laughs> <laughs> like, Have you seen the video of a? Uh, it's a Skeletor says the same what? It was like an old internet meme where like some character on the show says the most ridiculous shit. They're like, we will go into Castle Grayskull and steal He-Man's shoes. And Skeletor just goes, what? That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Skeletor is always constantly just like, ha Just like a lot of gay, like. Yeah, he's either mischievously laughing like a twink who found out where the poppers were hidden mm-hmm. or he's just flummoxed beyond belief. <laughs> like he's not a very good leader. Again, this is sounding a lot like me. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so cults. Now that we've established our cult hierarchy. Yeah, right. And I've put on my page boy outfit. And I'm Skeletor. And Josh is... Man at arms! (laughs) Sure, I'll take that. No, what's the lion guy? Beast man. (laughs) No, I can only think of the, like... This small cat. Thundercats. For, yeah. Josh Scarf. is the owner of Enterprise. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is a Thundercat. Yeah, it goes to complete shit. I'm Lionel. Yeah. <laughs> Our treasurer's named Static Shock. They're like, at this point, they're just mocking us, right? <laughs> Everyone walks in. They're like, is this Comic-Con? And we're like, we are a cult. Anyway, Kai, so what's your story about cults? Uh, so I, um... The thing about doing stand-up is you have to kind of be weird cousins with improv. Ah. For those of you that don't know, improv is when you make up the joke in front of other people. Mm -hmm. Because that's the best jokes are the ones that you haven't thought of yet. Yeah. Yep. The best. And for everyone else that doesn't understand what a weird cousin is, it's a cousin. Like Like a related... Uh, brother related, or sister of but your... you prefer not to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they Some people hold... like their cousins, and that is weirder. I do find it a little strange when someone's cousin is like their best friend. Is that just me? That's a southern thing. Mm, that's Up true. north, there's just like, uh, it's literally just the deep south, because you were all three generations ago probably going to marry each other. Mm-hmm. So like this is for them like growth and boundaries. <laughs> but up north, it's like, oh, it's fucking cold. They're weird. Tell them to stay over there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like my brother or his dumb kids. Get away. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Stay on your own farm. Mark. And it's just our dad being like, I don't know how to farm. Our dad can p- 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 pick up potatoes. What There's of- more to farming than picking up potatoes. What I feel like that's it. Having moved with our father, I think we would have a we would have a, a C grade farm where there'd be a <laughs> lot of mistakes, but like nothing would die. No, I don't think I don't think like famine would ensue. No, no, not at all. But it would be a lot of like, well, you just gotta eat potatoes because that's what grew. Yeah, and I do feel like it's very like Depression era farming. Yeah. No, I feel like with your dad, he'd have like a good bartering system to like. Like, trade his mountain of potatoes that was the only thing that grew with someone else's mountain of, like, strawberries. Yeah, because he is good at talking, so I could see him being more of, like, a finesser. Yeah, but we would be in the fields. Yes. <laughs> like, the children would be in the fields. I mean, that's kind of how He would go to work. market. Yeah. Yeah. Market, he'd, he'd mark, bring... market. That's why they call me Mark, because I'm always at the market. What's up, y'all? Jokes! Yeah. Oh, yeah, um, so improv's a cult, correct? Yeah. So, 
based off of these definitions, yes, because and uh, there's a wonderful episode of BoJack Horseman that explains it super well. So is it strange and sinister? Yeah, uh, it can be. Like, there's a lot of um, sexual misconduct in certain improv troops. Which is just a misreading of the prompt. <laughs> Poor girl doesn't understand they're setting up a yes hand. Mm, mm, <laughs> it's just mm. it's just a lot of bits that got out of control. Oof. Yeah, really bad. Um, yeah. I'm going to hell for that one. Whoops. A little bit, a little smidgen of that Wait, one. Improv hell or just normal hell? Hell is just seeing an improv group doing their first practice. Ooh. Because here's the thing, I I have had fun at an improv show. Like, I do understand there is something electric about incredibly talented people doing this, but it's that's... It's a lot like pogo sticking, where very few people can do it to a point that you're mm-hmm. impressed, and even then you're like, man, if you just did anything else, <laughs> like... It's more of, it's it's exceedingly more difficult for me to enjoy it now that, like, joke writing is just so beaten into my brain as like the essential tool to be funny um that when that tool is removed i i genuinely get angry like i cannot watch improv because i'm just like there wasn't even a setup you're not even doing a setup like where's your tags like it's you you just have a funny voice you know how to do yeah and and it gets bigger laughs than like 80 percent of the shit i did my first two years of comedy i'm like oh no it's probably a little funnier well and that hurt um, My band was horrific from start to finish. Five years investment. <laughs> we got good last two years when my mental health, well, my mental health went completely to shit. That's when I started writing good music. So I don't know what the correlation. I feel is. like that happens a lot with musicians. Yeah, and there are a lot of comics that like say they will never give up drinking because they believe that it makes them funnier people. Like I do think that you have to have strong vices. In order to, to talk about. What's your vice, Kai? Just slopping on knobs. <laughs> just sucking on doorknobs, <laughs> just, huh? Just sucking on a nice fucking doorknob. metal. Uh, Ooh, a crystal one? That's only if I've been a good girl. Yeah, I'm more of a brass queen, but. that's. I'm glad I was able to save that joke so our mother secretly listening to this doesn't punch the radio <laughs> and start crying. <laughs> Hi, mom. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just imagining that on like an old 1950s radio. Yeah, that's how oh, she like does it. Like a huge fucking because radio. Because her mom's obsessed with vintage, so she would find a way to rig a podcast to like a, a, a 1920s it is like incredibly easy. Okay, Josh, you know, not everyone, not every family's good with the electronics. Yeah. So you just put a Bluetooth speaker uh, inside no one cares. a 1920s radio. <laughs> See, they actually paid attention during uh, Discovery Channel, and our family was like, I like the one with the beard. He makes the stuff go kaboom. Yeah, improv's a cult, and um, <laughs> it's just like... What's the cultiest thing you've ever seen an improv group do? So there's like a leader. Uh, it's like the guy who teaches everyone, nice. right? And when he walks in the room, everyone stops talking, sits up straight and faces and looks at him. For him to talk. Okay. Uh, That's mad culty. Mad culty. I've also seen um, like certain members get put on better shows because they start bringing girls that the leader thinks is attractive. Um, <laughs> okay. Again, we're getting pretty culty. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Does only the leader get to bang those girls? Like, is that making a mega cult? Uh, I think so. It's more of like, um, like, 
they have like alcohol out, but only like the pretty girls can drink it. And then like there are certain women that like will flirt and flaunt their way into like a level two class. What's level two of improv? So they improv, just throw a snake in the room and they're improv, like, yeah, props. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, yeah, actually, Josh, and that's that's really that. Yes, it is props. Oh, I'm so upset. I was correct. Yeah, you were correct. Uh, Josh, he, you can teach improv. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> All right, level three is when I just put this lit this live hand grenade in your hand and tell you to make me giggle yeah <laughs> um have you ever been to chicago like that's so crazy so story. the there are certain improv you need to have a team right and so once you get so assigned you can make your dad who is mad you never did sports be like that much more okay with the whole sure, thing sure right so it's like a play team <laughs> not a cast no no we're a team dad we have practices and uniforms. Yeah, so they it's, do. It's not like when you were on stage during Little Orphan Annie and you had a woman's dress on. Again, comedic. Okay. Yeah. But dad, the laugh coming from the third row from that one person <laughs> kept me going. My friend Brian, who you like, when let's sleep over, it's fine. Yeah. he Brian loved it. I loved Brian. Anyway, go yeah. to improv. Yeah. Well, so um, there's a lot of gatekeeping and improv it's it's all about money you have to pay to get like a cult yes you have to pay to get into these classes and then they're really like especially like higher up like UCB all that kind of stuff uh they're really intense so it'll be like three four five hour classes um all about improv all to basically break you down and then form you back up as a team so that way you can riff and bounce off of people better which is direct cults tactics uh which is like a real thing uh yeah it's just really culty it's very strange um sometimes like and like i don't with the actual troops that we interact with the most as comics in this area like i don't see as much as what i've mentioned but i have and just like my own like experience as like a person um however when the improv so they do improv before they do stand up yeah and what happens is all the improvers have these, like, lockers, and they keep, like, towels because they get sweaty on stage. And they all come back, and they're like, whew, yeah, guys, what a show. Oh, yeah. And they put, like, their towels on their forehead, and they go, you were great. And they all high-five, and it's just me and a bunch of stand-ups being like, oh, <laughs> you're so annoying. I had a guy pretend to be asleep when the improvers came in. Like, we heard them, like, giggling and running towards the backstage, and he went, nah, guys, I've been asleep this whole time, and went, what are you talking about? And he just fell into this couch and closed his eyes so they wouldn't talk to him. I hate to say it, Kai, you kind of sound like the bad guy in the story. Like, it's just well, a- no, because she's describing, like, she's a bad guy at a, like, high, like a Disney high school movie. Yeah, yeah, like, they're coming in. They sound like the plucky, like... Yeah, we just did great. We're the protagonists. We're having a great time, and you're just in in the dark corner, <laughs> mean mugging them. Yeah, mean mugging them, smoking cigs. I think it's to- fucking stupid. You didn't do anything. You didn't write any of that shit. You just ran <laughs> yeah. around and you grabbed props that someone had from a theater that closed down three years ago, and you think, oh wow, no one will notice I'm 25 pounds overweight. Think I'm actually worth something, and you're not, Stephanie. Wow. So this just in, Kai is vehemently anti-improv. <laughs> 
And it sounds like you're just more upset that they got more laughs than your early career. Yeah, it um, sounds like this sounds like this, you're. This just sounds very bitter. <laughs> well, I'll tell you who's a cult: the guy that stole my boyfriend. <laughs> like, you're just you're drunk at a bar. No, improv is very culty. That you is how I feel though when I see like it. happy church couples come to the place where I work and yeah. they're like, "Yeah, we've got matching sandals and we have tons of like." kids and we're happy and we're smiling i'm like must be nice <laughs> just like it's more of like because and this is only going to add to the bitter theory but i <laughs> i did like At this point i think it's a, a natural law kai. i don't <laughs> yeah. think uh, it's not the theory of evolution it's the law of gravity the law of kai um yeah i'm a bitter woman even winston agreed if you if the mic picked that up yeah. Probably didn't. Oh, well, uh, here's a live reenactment. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that was more like that. That was really good, actually. Winston Barks. You should do improv. <sighs> yeah. I finally get a girlfriend. You would. They're yeah. all, they all fuck each other. Like, consistently. You guys couldn't see that, because this is a uh, auditory medium, but Kai did a circle. Like, she was pointing <laughs> at a group of people in a crowd. Like, they all fuck each other. And then she had a circle for consistently. Yeah. <laughs> like, clockwork. They do. They really Because, you know, when your dad's a reverend, one thing that doesn't leave is hand signals. Oh, no. I still, at, like, work, when someone be like, where do I find this refrigerator? And they'll just show me, like, there people, old people shouldn't go outside. Here's my hypothesis. Okay. And just like that, Ben's the bitter one. Yeah. (laughs) The amount of old people that run up to me with like a dirty manila folder, Mm -hmm. it looks like a ransom note that they cut out of the catalog from six years ago where I'm like, did you kidnap this couch set? Like, they're just like, (laughs) I need to find this. (laughs) Like, oh my God. I'm finally outside. Please. I just want this sectional. I just want this sectional. I was at the parking lot and this horrible man yelled at me. And it's just my coworker being like, do you need... Do you need help? You look lost, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> All the cinnamon rolls are gone. Well, do you use... <laughs> yeah, you got here before they're out. I have used this tone of voice with a grown adult man before at my job. Where I'm like, okay, hey, okay, it's all right. Here's so you word. say grown adult man, like over... 60. Oh, okay. Gray hair, because he was having a complete meltdown that he had to use a computer to sign up to do returns Mm -hmm. and I was like okay hey you have to sign up to do returns okay (laughs) now I know if you ever come in to return something I'm going to take my 15 here's the thing we do it because otherwise we would just be asking you these questions I thought that this pen was a weed pen you degenerate. Really it is did. a normal pen. This is my place of work. <laughs> you. I fully, but like from this angle, Kai, it kind of looks then, like. Were a, you then just going to grab and I start was huffing gonna, it? I was going to I was gonna see if anyone noticed I was hitting the weed pen. And then I realized it was just a normal pen. And now I'm embarrassed. Were we looking away from you, you for too chunky. long, Kai? Now the double sweater you're wearing makes sense. It's the only two shirts you own. <laughs> You do kind of look like you woke up at a Greyhound bus station. Sorry, and said, what, what questions do you need to answer to do a return? Uh, you just got to give your name, email, phone number, and whether or not you have a receipt. That's it. And yeah, I, Why can't I just tell that to you? Because then we can't put you in the line. There's a line? You have to do that before you get in line? because yeah, then we sign you up like you're at the deli counter at Publix, and you have to wait in line. Because otherwise, and I say this with 100% certainty, people would cut and there would be yelling. <laughs> 
I've seen people there do the dirtiest shit to get one return. Why is more? Why is this Whoa. establishment Thank more you. chaotic than, you know, like, I don't know. What, you want to do it the Walmart way where whoever gets to the front with both legs still intact gets to return their items? Yes, I've never That's seen if they have legs a fight break out in the returns line of Walmart. That is, that a, is that not is true. You have never been to a Walmart. You confirmed. You 100% have not been My a active participant. spins three to five hours every time she goes to a Walmart. Yeah, and none of it's a returns watching a mom use her own child as a weapon against an employee. I fully saw someone run over people's feet with a stroller to get to the front of the line. <laughs> That's a good tactic, though. I've I've done it when I nanny. When I nanny still. Uh, <laughs> when I nanny. Like, it's it's just for fun now. I do it for the love. Yeah, I do nanny. it for the passion. When I do it. Uh, I have run over. Um, there was this construction worker who was checking me out really hard, and he went, hey, toots. And I uh, went, yeah. I, was he 85? It was insane. Was like the jackhammer, like, <laughs> breaking his brittle bones. He's like, hey, Toots, I want to die. <laughs> it was very strange, but it caught me so off guard that I went, touch. hi. And I ran over his foot with the freaking stroller. He's wearing steel toes. He I know, but he went, whoa. And I went, all right. And then I kept walking. <laughs> Oh, you know who probably said that? The improvers after they're like, yeah, we practiced really hard and we did good. As you guys are like, yeah, pretend you're asleep and then I'll fart on them. <laughs> you could talk to any stand-up and be like, how do you feel about improv? I'm good. Okay. It sounds like, like two warring cults. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Y'all do sound like the two factions of Mormonism. We have less money and less fun, and so we're really... Really, See, yeah, and they're them. like the polygamists, and you guys are like the normal Mormons that are like, "Wow, can you?" It's believe? like polygamists versus like the nuns and priests. Like we're catty as hell, but we're not getting any action, and we're upset about <laughs> not it. Having fun, yeah. We are really tormented it. with guilt, yeah. yeah, about not being good enough. And they're like, "That was a fun time," but we're like, "We fight day and night for those laughs," <laughs> and you just got to fart in someone's hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funnier than most things I've seen you say. <laughs> I know. If you farted in your hand on stage and, like, picked it up on the mic, I'd, I'd come to more shows. Uh, make sure to follow me on Instagram, at Kai Saunders underscore, for when I actually fart in my own hand. <laughs> uh, that's three years into this when you're doing, like, touring gigs, and you're just like, all right, none of y'all are laughing at this. Time to pull out or reliable. Yeah, because you know what really gets a crowd going? Seeing a young woman fart in her own hand. That's not going to catch anyone off guard for all the wrong reasons. What if that becomes your gimmick? Here's the thing. So I have a joke right now about uh, putting an orange up your ass. Nice. Thank you. And so... And you're... Never mind. You're, you're no, shitting continue, on improv. Continue your story. Continue your story. So they'll actually put an orange up but their ass. But I and wrote it. <laughs> Were you watching improv at the time? Oh, no. No, The no, real no. spoiler. All of Kai's jokes are stolen improv punchlines. Whoa, that would be a bad act. <laughs> <laughs> you just take them and punch them up a little bit. Yeah, I just make them, like, less narrative-based. Um... No, I, so I have that orange joke and I was at this mic. What's the joke even? I don't want to do it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do it. You heard Come her to my first. shows. Follow Kai on Instagram. Yeah. Here's the, like, that's the thing about like podcasting that is so wonderful is you get to hear a comic outside of just the written material. But anytime I hear written material on a podcast, it's just 
bad, so I just don't ever want to do my, okay. you know. Got it. But I have that joke about shoving an orange up your ass. and The amount of times you, I now just need to hear this. Just <laughs> I'll tell you off air. I will totally tell you off air. Um, what? Is there some trade secret? You're worried Jim Gaffigan's going to steal it? Like, oh, that's going to my next special. Oh, no. It's just like. Like, it's, when I listen to podcasts, I hate when they're like, yeah, we have this thing, then, but you have to go look it up somewhere else because fuck you, I guess. Well, all right. Fuck you, I guess. Damn. Uh, <laughs> so I'll make up what I think it is. I'm kind. I'm, I got an orange up my pooper, and, uh, and then I fart in my hand, and that's my closer. <laughs> that's so <laughs> it's actually and the that, opener. ladies and gentlemen, was improv. That no, just that's did. punch up. You're welcome. Oh, I just got you. <laughs> God, where were you? Um, <laughs> Damn, that would have crushed last night. No, but I had a so I did it at this mic, and I go back to this mic, and the same people go to the mic every time. They have like returning customers, and I go on stage, and I'd forgotten that I had done that joke uh, at that place before, and this woman just goes, "Hey, Kai." Which I was like, I don't know who you are. She was like, I got an orange for you in my trunk to put in your trunk. And the whole crowd was like, what's going on? And this woman goes, yeah, she shoves an orange up her ass to just a crowd of people before. And I'm just holding a microphone and I was like, I can't do that joke now. Oh, no, I thought you were going to have to <laughs> shove it up your ass now because that if I was in the crowd and I didn't know. Any context, I'd be like, yo, she shoves an orange up her ass. Yeah. Let's see it. Well, and I was just like immediately like, I mean. Another round. We're going to be here a minute. It's a cutie, so, you know, it's yeah. for Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> it's pretty small. Uh, kind of squishy. Easy what? to peel. Uh, Did yeah. I eat before I came here? No? All right. Should be a clean. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to spreading. Uh, yeah, absolutely not. So I... <laughs> I told, I told another comic that, and I was like, that was so, like, on one hand, like, you hope that you write a joke people remember. That's, like, the kind of jokes you want to write. And then on the other hand, I'm like, why is that the one? Can I help you? I farted. Uh. It gave me a look of pure Because hate. I heard it, and I saw you lean over, like, <laughs> I uh, dropped my phone. <laughs> but did you fart in your own hand? No, I didn't, so it's not funny. It's not funny. It's just. It's just bad. It's just gross. It's I know orange gross. did fall out, but it was just <laughs> juice at this point. It's just pulp. And because of the, the the fart gases, it's now just orange soda. I farted out Fanta. Don't you want to? Um, oh, you don't. Trust me. It is flat. You know that like frozen orange juice that comes in a cylinder? It just plops into whatever. <laughs> is that what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, so what cult story... <laughs> Starts what? drinking. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So I have a. Josh is like, "Why are you pouring a shot?" I'm like, "Ah, it's a long episode." <laughs> like. So my cult experience. Mm -hmm. To set it up, I have to first tell you what I've been doing the past couple of months. So every man around my age has a quarter life crisis, and mine is I've realized a few things. One, I'm not cute. Two, mm -hmm. I can't fight for shit. Oh, like no. it finally clicked one day where I was like, I was watching a podcast, and I used to like. You know, I'd hear, like, MMA fighters. I'd be like, yeah, that's how I feel about fighting. And finally, one of them, I don't even know what he said, but he said something. And it just clicked to me where he was like, yeah, you know, like, if you're not training every day, it's not like you're going to be good at something you never train at. So, like, you're going to get in a fight, think you're good, and just get absolutely mopped. And I was like, oh, fuck, that's me. I don't I don't train. I mean, unless you count tackling our brother with autism and getting him in a headlock. But that's not. All right. That's cause He's fine. He's stronger than me. If he wanted to, he could kill me. He could kill all of us, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, crap. So now I'm, like, trying to figure out what type of martial arts I want to do. Mm -hmm. 
it's limited by the fact that I'm kind of a punk bitch. I don't like being punched. It makes me sad. It makes me mad. I don't like it. I don't like holding pads. I don't like punching things. Punching sucks. Same thing with kicking. So I'm like, okay, I'll do grappling. And this is just... So you're doing this because you're determined to be good at fighting, but you refuse to do punches. Grappling is the coward's way of self-defense, and here's why. Because the the thinking is, you just run until they have to grab you, and then you know what to do. And that's and the more I think about it, the more that would be my fight style to a T, would be to sprint, and if you get me cornered, I'm going to try to choke you out. Like, yeah, that does make, that makes complete sense for your personality. Yes. Yeah. It's talking shit. Them being like, oh, they're serious. Mm-hmm. Taking off running while still talking shit. Yeah. They get me in an alleyway. First, I try to shit myself. Unfortunately, I already shit. Then they grab me, and then all hell breaks loose. So yeah. the first thing I did, or not the first, but the most recent thing I did is uh, we live in a city called Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. We've talked about it in the past. We have. How there was a mix-up, but they have the- Boys' na- night episode. Boys' night they have the nation's highest ranked wrestling program. So if you want to learn how to wrestle, you go to Brandon. And I go on their website, which looked like a student had made it for free in 1996. And they were like, we keep winning. Fuck you. We're not changing it. Sure. It, it was literally just like a Word document on a screen. Love it. Love it. Right? And I was like, yeah, you better pay for that hosting. So. God damn. Uh, and they said, we have wrestling club every night after school. I'm like, hell yeah, I'll get in there. You know. Are you and- talking about Brandon High School? Yes. You wanted to go to wrestling club at a a high high school. school. Look, it gets... At a high school you didn't go to. It gets... Well, look, it says free for all ages, learn wrestling, and they have a beginner's club. Every time I hear free for all ages, I imagine 10 and under. See? Oh, Josh. Yeah, that's a really great point. (laughs) And you would have done a lot better in this situation than I did because I heard all ages and I'm like, okay, cool. So it'll be like kids, but there might be some adults. That's also very Ben. Ben's, that's how Ben approaches skateboarding as well is he's like all ages. Hells yeah. And then he's the oldest person there by like 15 years. No. I went to hang out with him. It was 11. (laughs) It was 11 years. We were talking to the guy that was running the counter at the skate shop. Mm -hmm. And then he's 20. 15-year-olds that were there skating because their mom dropped them off somewhere. Yeah. yeah, That but, makes sense. But you know what's funny is when I do talk with them, it's all skateboarding talk. So, like, it doesn't matter because we're all like, dude, how the hell do you tray flip? And I'm like, I think it's this. And it goes right in my dick. And the other guy's like, no, it's this. It goes right into his eye. Like, we all just get hurt in tandem. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And we're like, yeah. So you decide to go to a public high school. Yes, to wrestle. I at get- the crisp age of... 27. All right. I'm wearing gym shorts that I stole from Cooper that he had been farting in all day. And I know because I checked them and I was like, ooh, kind of funky, but you know what? It's wrestling. I'll be fine. And you're not wearing underwear because why no, would I you? No, I wore underwear because I was Good not for about you. to be the guy that's balls came out when he got tackled. First of all, thank you. Around minors. Minors. Oh. Guaranteed to be minors because you're 10 years older than the oldest person come out of that school. The, yes. the balls fall out at a public <laughs> high school's gymnasium First wrestling club. First of all, I'm getting club. Mercy Dick. I'm getting Mercy Dick immediately. So, like, you think I'm ugly now? Imagine me with a leprosy penis. Like, it's not going to go well. Uh, so I show up. It's all children. Worse, it's all children and their parents. So I walk in, and all of these people turn around to see <laughs> basically a human Amber Alert come in like, yeah, I can't wait to wrestle your kids. 
<laughs> can't wait to get my hands on your kid. Man, can't wait to really get in depth with We're your kid. We're gonna grapple. Can't wait to choke your son out. Like it's just like every parent's nightmare. Oh no! And, and your all... head is shaved, and your glasses are circular. Yeah, and they've got like you know like the black Republican wedding ring. They're all wearing like they're like duck commander hats. Oh so, like, no! Not my target market. Yeah, and you sound like that. Yeah, so I walk in and I'm like, oh, is there an adults class? And the coach looks at me. Doesn't even look me in the eye. He just literally looks. You know, like how someone hates you so much, they won't make eye contact, but they look like 45 degrees from where you're standing. He does that pivot and goes, yeah, it's on set. It's on. It's in the summer, dude. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> so that's that was my second attempt at learning how to fight. Okay. My first attempt, I spent all this time. I look it up. I find out about this art called Hapkido, and it is uh, based on Aikido, which is the- So where's the cult come into play? Well, here's the problem with Aikido. Doesn't fucking work. Oh no! So it's a Japanese art that basically the whole I don't know Aikido. The whole okay, Kai. Mm. Wait, is this the is this the one that birthed the like video of the master that just paid actors to like like he's like I can do- no no it doesn't do no touch knockouts. What okay. Aikido is is if you get a hold of someone's wrist, it's curtains. And here's the thing, Aikido black belts. There's this guy on YouTube that uh, went and to like test out he had been doing aikido he's like a second damn black belt he had like ran a school like he was like and he would to go spar like a normal mma guy and be like mm-hmm. okay like let's see if aikido works and he got his ass whooped because he couldn't get the guy's wrist like that's the thing no one thinks about when you're fighting is like if i punch you and then you're like well i would block your wrist like you're not going to be fast enough nobody is mm. so hapkido is that mixed with a little bit of judo which is like Japanese throwing, and then Korean Taekwondo. Oh, wow. So I go here because they have what's called a practical hap keto class. Uh-huh. So I think, okay, cool. They're going to get rid of all that wrist-grabbing bullshit. Just focus on the throws and kicks. I can have some fun, maybe learn how to defend myself. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> I walk in. Again, all children. <laughs> but... <laughs> It's just so, it just, there's so many things on this podcast that can be taken out of context, and yeah. this is one of them. Oh, here's the thing, is, like, you realize, like, at the age I'm at, most guys just buy a gun and say they're done with it. And sure. I'm like, my OCD has me where, like, Ben, you have a gun. But what if they get your gun? <laughs> or what if you don't have a gun? Or what if, like, you know, I have to throw my gun to Cooper and then be like, I'll see you on the other side. And I, like, run well, around the corner. Well, where do you live now? Oh, we... I'm no longer against you having a gun. Let's just put it that way. And where me and Cooper live, we also don't have a deadbolt currently because our door broke on the first day. So we just prop a uh, office chair. Or not an office chair. We prop a folding chair up against the door so it acts as like kind of like a... Do you you want me to help you put a deadbolt in? No, we have a deadbolt. We don't have a door frame. (laughs) What? Yeah. So someone had kicked the door in previously, and the fixed job was literally, it just looked like they took the pieces and, like, glued it back together. Do you want me and to help Cooper you put a door frame up? And then Cooper broke it again. Yes. Because, yeah, Cooper, I, so our brother broke, my brother broke it. I wake up at 141 because he works nights to our door just shattered. <laughs> I'm, I'm naked holding my gun, and I go, Cooper. Ben, how many times have you been naked holding a gun? Honestly, on a nightly basis. Uh, so I'm naked when hold- you live in a sketchy area, it it's a regular occurrence. Yeah. But, but it'd be so much better if you weren't naked. No, it's not. No, it's very effective because then they're like, oh, why are you naked? <laughs> and then they're possibly <laughs> getting <laughs> shot. <laughs> oh, if they're in my house, I'm too jittery. It's immediate. Wow. I'm not even saying that to be tough guy. I'm saying that because it's going to be me being like, ah! 
<laughs> like covering my eyes and like panic shooting. Oh my god! So I'm naked. I'm like Cooper, and I hear him go, "Who the hell's there?" That's his comeback. Like it's me. Did you break the door? And what had happened? I thought he had like forced it open. Mm-hmm. No, he had just literally like checked if it was locked, and it went. <laughs> So yeah, so now we don't have a door. Oh, no. But anyway, so, so I go. Cooper did what any like criminal Norm- would do. It'd be like, is no, this- he didn't even kick it. Yeah. No, no, no. Look, normal criminals, they just go check if the door's unlocked. If it's unlocked, they go and try and steal stuff. If it's not, they move to the next place. I yeah. know. So yeah, so Cooper if- was doing a crime check and then accidentally committed, committed a, a crime. crime. Yeah. <laughs> so because of that, I need my practical hapkido. So I walk in. It's all kids. Because of that, I need to know where to grab the wrist. Yeah. So I walk in. All the kids thankfully filter out. You know, you grab them, it's them going, oh shit, trying to fix your door so you don't know you got broken into. <laughs> or them trying to give me a pair of pants to put on. That's yeah. what I learned. Yeah. They're like, Jesus, man. Like, ha Like, take them down. So I go into this class. Uh-huh. I'm posted up. Okay. I'm keeping an open mind. Bruce Lee says to be an empty cup. And the first guy I see... Uh, is this dude who looks like if a monster energy can was in a black belt outfit. Like so, cinched, you know, at the waist. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they like put like a little gi on it and like tightened it up and like it went Keep out. Keep it th- cold and frosty. Yeah, when it, yeah, like if your koozie was also like a bathrobe with a belt on it. Yeah. So, and he's like, just being weird. And I'm like, boy, howdy, do I hope he's not in the adults-only hap-keto class. He is. Mm-mm. So I turn away. I'm like, that guy's kind of a kook. And I look to my right, and there's this just nice kid. Nice kid. He's got a real, he's got a twang. He's like, I'm from Alabama. What What belt is he? He's a beginner, too. So we're both in our plain clothes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, good. Maybe I'll get to beat the fuck out of him, show these guys I'm hard enough for the practical hap-keto class. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he's thinking, just banjo music. Yeah, that's right. So you describe him as a nice kid. Like, what made him so nice in your opinion? Very pleasant. Oh, you just heard him like doing pleasant. No, no, we 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 talked to each other. He was aggressively pleasant. So we go in there, and the way that Bang describes that is also by describing that he could kick his ass and that he's dumb, only thinking of banjo music. That is getting off easy. Yeah, that is actually compliments from Ben. Anyway, so we walk in. I'm expecting us to do like warm ups, maybe run some laps. No, nothing. We just immediately go into stretching just our wrists like we're <laughs> professional gamers. We don't stretch anything else. Like a karate kiss for a karate class for five year olds has you stretch, you know, your legs, yeah. back. You know, so here's arms. the thing me and the new guy optimistically are the youngest. By 20 years. Oh, wow. It's all old dudes. So you're having your quarter-life crisis. They're having their midlife crisis. Their midlife crisis is over. They're content. They had their quarter-life crisis and stuck with it. Oh, yeah. okay. And that's why they're black belts. So um, so this is when the cult thing comes in because he's doing, like, culty stuff. You know, he's, like, a charismatic guy, and he's, like, really cool and really chill. But it, if you ever try out a martial arts school, these are some things to look out for. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them is, like, he'll do, like, surprises. So, like... He was showing us a move, and he's like, okay, so say I get your wrist, right? And you're not trying to give me your wrist, but what if I go to kick you in the crotch? And, like, fakes a kick at the other kid. So, of course, the kid, like, is like, yo, what the fuck? And he's like, see? Then I got your wrist. Uh, like, shit like that. Yeah. And, of course, all of his little followers are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Sensei, that's good. That's good. That's good, Sensei. Mm-hmm. How many times has he been punched in the face doing that? 
Well, very few. That, that's like my immediate reaction to someone like surprisingly trying to attack me. I'm like, okay, so I swing back. <laughs> you would hope. You would be wrong. So he's <laughs> so he's doing that, and he's like going over. He's using like you know how cults like they'll have like they're big on acronyms and they're big on like their own vocab. Like mm-hmm. Scientology is like speaking another language the deeper you get into it. So he's being like, you know, like this is your like locus of control. And we're like making sure you know about like the two, two, two to one rule and like all this shit. Mm-hmm. But he's teaching us stuff like one wrist lock. He would like have someone grab your wrist and then you twist your wrist over their wrist. Wait, so it's purely wrist on wrist. Yes. Action. And then he only ha- the wrist matter. Only the wrist matter. Or he has you go and just kick a punching bag. And he'll give you pointers. He did give me one decent pointer on kicks. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Why don't you just teach this? This is actually useful. Yeah. No one's going to grab my wrist, but if I know how to round Because roundhouse- he has to be different. Because if he was just teaching a kickboxing class, there's a thousand of those. But there's only one class that tells you the power of the wrist. Yes. You need to know the locus of control. The locus yeah. of control. And then he's going to like... You get that. You have everything. Yeah. And then he's going to like pressure points, which like martial arts treat pressure points like they're this like off button. It's just where your arteries are. So like that's why it hurts. But like that also means like if someone like, you know, like if I punch you in a pressure point, that'd be like taking like your artery... And just going, like, you know, it's like taking, like, a, a water balloon that's emptying and, like, pinching it for a second. Sure. It doesn't do anything besides, like, it hurts. Yeah. But you're not, like, going to be, like, oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially not with adrenaline in, like, a real fight. Yes. And I know all this, thankfully, so I'm not buying it. The sweet dude next to me is just eating it up. Oh, he, no. He's like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy, man. This is going perfect with my banjo rip. Yeah. Be lead you little grab the wrist. So, like, he... <laughs> so... We're, like, doing stuff, and I'm not even trying to be a dick, like, but I'm just, like, someone who's, like, I've taken a few martial arts classes, so he would try to do a move on me, and I would just be, like, okay, now what happens if I say, don't let you do that? Like, he would try to twist my wrist, and I would just resist with just my wrist. Yeah. And nothing was happening. He's, like, like jerking and tweaking. And this is Monster Man Black Belt. No, I didn't have to train with Monster Man Black Belt. He, of course, was trying to help the teenage girl who was in the class. So. Uh, yeah. Bad. Bad news bears. So it's all, it's literally felt like I was in like a Mormon temple or something where <laughs> I'm just like seeing like all this like, this doesn't make any sense. That guy's pretty <laughs> weird. Why is he in a position of leadership? That's kind of useful. You should be nice to your neighbor. That's Wait, cool. So who was teaching you how to not get put in a wrist lock? No one. They all started with. So someone's just obviously going to grab your wrist. If someone's <laughs> mugging you. They're also going to be like, I need that wrist. I do like that they're like, look, obviously in a fight situation, the first place we all go to is the face. No, the wrist. <laughs> it's like they live in a world where like only wrist exists. Yeah. yeah. They live in a world where Indian rug burns are an automatic knockout. Oh, like, man. Someone can double like. Can really get a good squeeze so you, on so it. So you just Carpal have one of these other, like, uh, one of these 40-year-old men. 50 and 60. Oh. That are teaching you how to grab other people's wrists? Yeah, but if you think about it, for their age range, that makes all the sense in the world. Like, if two old dudes are scrapping, they're not going to fucking shoot yeah, a Because if, if you, like, look, like, if you're not looking closely, it looks like you're just hugging, basically. Yeah, and even then, the hug's going to have a lot of effort, and they're going to be out of breath, but an old man can grab your wrist. Like, that's just how old... I've had an old man. I had a... I had a, I put down someone's coffee mug, and I touched the, the tip of it, because I had a lot on my tray. I didn't grab the handle. 
and I put it down, and a man with a fake arm slapped my wrist, and his fake arm was put in the, like, cup holder mode. <laughs> so it, it, it latched onto my wrist, and I instantly jerked it, and it, it, it buckled off his strap, and I almost took his whole fake arm with me. You, you practice Aikido. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kai's a half keto black belt. <laughs> She's so yeah. good at controlling the wrist, she almost took a man's arm off. <laughs> Didn't have to grab it to control the no, wrist. No, yeah, that's what's even crazier. I Ka- don't even need the lotus. I am the lotus. Like. Locus. So Kai would have been failing for yeah. a different reason. Why would it be a fucking bug over a fucking All right, there's, not, there's not a T at the end. So I'm here for Pap Keto. I'm going to do the lotus grab. And they're like, Pap Keto. Like, they're all stressed out. No, they all like... Where you she get a pap more than us. Yeah. No, yeah. It's, it's pap smears I for still have, Yeah, I still have the fucking fake arm on my wrist. I'm like, my prize. <laughs> yeah, she has. she's never let it come off. No, that was a really bad day at work. And then. <laughs> <laughs> so would be trying to win a fight with this shit. So like, he's trying to teach you all these moves and I'm just not buying it. So here's the other thing that cult leaders will do, you know, is like they'll read you. This has like been shown like through a lot of cults is like they know how to pick a mark. Mm. So he stops being cool to me almost from jump. Because I tell him, like, you know, I've done a little bit of Muay Thai, a little bit of Judo. I know I can't fight, but, like, I also, like, just want to, like, learn something that works. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of bummed me out because he had a YouTube channel. A lot of his YouTube stuff, like, like Colts, was, like, pretty reasonable shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, oh, okay. Like, he would, like, show, like, techniques and stuff. and then But he had, like, really good theory behind it. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. So I was hoping, like, they would, like, spar and, like, explain it further. But then I get in there and it's just like in Scientology where they go from like, this is how you handle your depression to you got to fuck a fish to prove you're not gay, Tom Cruise. Yeah. And like, and I was just like, wait, what the fuck? And the fish has to be a woman. No, Tom Cruise do be fucking fishes, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's been a, it was on last podcast. Okay, you can't just say that with like complete certainty. I mean, allegedly when- <laughs> he has been seen <laughs> I want at this fish lawsuit. markets. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I want the Church of Scientology. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Absolutely no, not. No, you do not. Yeah, that's true. They're pretty aggressive, and they are close to my work. That'd be rough. He's been <laughs> allegedly seen at fish markets buying fish for weird reasons. Uh, wait. So is Tom Cruise just be like, hey, does this one have a big I don't mouth? know. This is a story this told all... by a comedian yeah. on a comedy allegedly, podcast. Allegedly, the fish look as though... Things have been done to and with it that a fish probably didn't sign up for. But these are all third-party claims. These are all third-party claims. The fish cannot give a statement as it is (laughs) above water. Did people find the fish? Yes. So so he'll come, allegedly, flanked by these huge amounts of security, and then he'll take the fish into, like, a bathroom or something. And then leave. And then they're like, what's up with the fish? Oh, great heavens. Wait, and he'll leave the fish behind in the bathroom? Yes, or in the (gasps) trash. So... So back to my hip. And then there's like cum in the fish. There has to be semen in the fish if you like. Like how do you fuck it? That was not stated. That was not stated or substantiated, (laughs) and we've got nothing. Is in no way implying any of this is true. No, Tom Cruise put some cum on a fish. No, no, we do not want (laughs) the lawsuit. Definitely cummed all over a fish. We do not support Kai's statement. I'm gonna look that up. Kai is speaking on behalf of herself, not on behalf of and metaphorically. Podcast. Yeah, metaphorically, he came all over a metaphorical fish. Yes. So, I'm in this Ikea. I'm going to Google Tom Cruise fish come. Okay, let us know how that goes. So, at the end of this Hapkido class, this is when I knew I wasn't coming back. He makes us watch a World Star Fight video and then goes like, so what would you do in this situation? 
And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> is this how you learn to fight? You just watch videos and go, nah, I would do this instead. Like, like it just felt like I was in the YouTube comments. So I found a Reddit video. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna, but it's just a TikTok of him at a fish market. Oh no. <laughs> Let's save this for after we finish recording. I yeah, you keep talking. I'm just gonna watch it on silent. Well, that's see. all I've got. It was just really awkward. I didn't learn how to fight, and now I'm trying to judo class. Next I week. have a story about an actual cult that my friend was approached by. What happened? So my friend was in Target. You know, just of doing, course that's where cult shop. Yeah, yeah, doing normal shopping. I uh, got approached by a random guy. Uh, and what the guy looked like? Was he like? He didn't say. I asked these questions. I asked all the questions. I'm like, what do you look like? What was he wearing? Did you look like he shopped only at Target and like the Cause he's clearance bin? Well, clearance bin even at Target. They've got some good apparel. Yeah, usually. Tar- if you had to pick one grocery store to also shop only for clothes at, Target's Target is pretty high up there, yeah. Target's exactly where I'm going. Yeah. Solid basics. So I actually had, and I was going to have her on the podcast. Oh, wait. So his is friend. your story that he, this guy made a cult leader, which you have no details or actual account about? Is no, that the whole story? More, he asked a question. I was answering a question. You were not You were busy watching You were busy Tom watching Cruise Tom TikTok. Cruise. You are trying to dig up dirt on Tom Cruise, established actor and Scientology advocate, one who we've got nothing is making no attempt to defame. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Josh, so finish your story. Put I down your phone and No, I have your- a cult thing. So your friend's getting Market Pantry Trail <laughs> yeah, yeah, market pantry. and some killer chinos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then he go, like, he's having, like, an hour-long conversation with this man. In Target? In Target. That's not even culty. That's just dickish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, then the guy's like, hey, if you want to know more about the this. The ice cream is melted in his shopping cart. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, he's like, hey, if you want to talk more about this, come to this place. We are this church. Uh-uh. We have a group on this day. Mm-mm. Is that how he Josh, said it? I don't no. think your story has enough details to be a story. I, I don't want. I I don't want to like actually give out details because because oh. we don't want yeah. another cult. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he. So this he is said, the race so, episode all over. Again. No, but we'll here. I'll make stuff up. So what was the first thing he said? Come to uh, this church. Yeah. Church of pooping. Church. Yes, of come to the church of pooping. Yeah. On Thursday, four twenty. Yes. Uh, we have a, like, welcome seminar or something like that. Oh, no. Okay, churches have services. Cults have seminars. Yes. I will say that. So then he goes. Oh, see, so your so, friend's culpable now. Yes, I know. So, like, he's telling me about this. I'm like, you never go to the second location. Was your friend homeschooled? No. Oh, wow. Yeah. Has he always shopped at Target? I don't know. Because that, he must have, because he seems very sheltered. Walmart teaches you real fast to never go to a second location with anybody. I don't know. He was, he is a relatively young Christian. Yes. So he was looking for like, you know, life groups and stuff to go to. Oh, yeah. What's like the new hot thing? Yes. Oh, man. And they sounded Christian enough in the hour long conversation in Target. He's like, (laughs) okay, this seems normal. And then goes to the place and it is. Very much not normal. What happened? Give us the breakdown. Uh, he goes, talks to a person, and then, like, everything that, you know, was, like, normal in the conversation is completely disregarded. It's all wild, uh, like, God is this man from Korea. Yeah. Oh, no. It's oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And him and his wife 
are the Messiah. Yep. From yep. 1976. Uh, of course. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone knows Jesus loved bell bottoms and Coke. Like, yes. He did. He really did. So I... That's so great, by the way. I'm glad that you finished the story. Yeah. I'm sorry I, for I, poo-pooing on it. <laughs> My. It's not done, Kai. So what happens? What's the Wait, story it's be not like? done? No. So then the guy, like, tries his best to leave, but he's not good at, like, you know, asserting himself. In I mean, situation. clearly he had an hour-long conversation at Target. <laughs> yeah. And at so, no point said, bro, I'm done. Yeah. Like, so at this point, like, he's he's telling us about this after he's told the pastor, like, the uh, middle school pastor at our church and then, like, the pastor at the service that we're at this day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're all just like, what? why did you do that? <laughs> Did he get anything free, like a T-shirt or something? He got a pamphlet, <laughs> and then asked for money and continued patronage to the very illegitimate church. Yeah, that's that's awful. Yeah, if you're gonna trap someone in an hour long seminar, like when they sell timeshares, they give out gift cards. Like, yeah, I would. If you give me like a twenty five dollar Taco Bell gift card at the end of it, I'd be like, okay, I'll talk even a like little. you know, hey, let's do this talk over lunch, and you pay for the lunch. Yeah, there's there's levels to this cult game, okay? And I know them. You put me down, Master of the Universe Ben. Mm-hmm. We have all of our seminars at CC's, and it's on BZ. Wow. Am I wearing the outfit? Yes. So, Does CC's ask me to leave? Absolutely. Okay. I'm not taking the wig off. Final cult story, and then we'll wrap up the episode. I just have to say this. Uh, I wanted a, a dear friend of mine on the pod to talk about her experience. She said, no, Kai, the person actually knows me. I'm not coming <laughs> on a podcast. But in a very, like, polite way, which was just like, I don't know. He's, like, trying to figure himself out. I was like, what's his Instagram account? So this is a man. We're not going to name names. Name is not going to be named. None of that. Um, small account. He's fine. Uh not Scientology level power here, but this guy gave my friend a pamphlet about how doing just a little bit of DMT every day can give you the true peace you've been looking for. Is this I man Joe Rogan? Don't yeah. think so. Was he in the um, keto class? <laughs> Does he so, look like a monster can in a black game? <laughs> I'm going to show you guys a reel. Um, but I, it's, so glad this was a visual medium, Kai. Well, it's I can describe it. It's okay, just a man. It's a man with poorly painted uh, paintings of uh, Bob Marley. Okay. Uh, the God v- Vinish- Vishu. Vishnu. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think this is a penis coming out of squiggly lines. Let me see the wiener one. So there are three paintings. <laughs> okay. Behind him. Kai, you paused it, so it's just his face. Yes. No, but his face. So she's describing oh, the background. The hand background. Me, just hand me yeah. your phone. No, I have to describe all of it, and then I'll hand you my okay, phone. Okay, fine. So I can see the wiener painting. The, the there's definitely a wiener painting, and then it's just <laughs> this regular white guy, uh, wearing just a t-shirt and a dashik, like one of those like things rave girls have. That's a scarf. Is it called a dashiki? Is this? Not I had a dashiki. Yeah. No. That's a dashiki. I'm talking about like the scarf that all the white girls use at raves. Like wear as clothing? They like, wear as scarves and they put over hoods and it's good when you're like on Molly to like have like Is it like a turban? No, I So a head scarf of some sort. Correct. So okay. he's wearing this as a normal scarf like a like a librarian. Now, okay, it's, solid. It's just is him. it a scarf T-shirt combo? It's a scarf T-shirt combo. That, okay, no, he's not well. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I see someone in public, and I'm like, so your neck is freezing. Arms totally chill. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
Uh, so it's just him, just his eyes fluttering, breathing, not blinking. Okay. And <laughs> there's actual captions on the video. Okay. And the video captions say, some of you may know on the experiential level Kai, what's you- happening behind those eyes. And I'm happy for you if so. After four years of practice this last year has finally, spelled incorrectly, been paying off more than... spelled finally? (laughs) What's what's missing for finally? F-I-N-N-A-L-Y. Finally? (laughs) (laughs) Finally been paying off more than I'd, just I-E-Y-E-D, I'd ever imagined. Wait, wait. To put it lightly, fluttering with ecstasy... Wait, no, spell I'd again. (laughs) E-Y-E-D. Oh, you're going to be deep. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the realize, then realize, realize. I'd ever imagine. And oh, then the shit. smallest caption says, to put it lightly, fluttering with ecstasy and bliss with no effort is what's glowing on. DM if you like free codes, all caps, to work towards becoming your own pharmacy. It sounds like he's recruiting you to be a drug dealer. Yes. So, it sounds like he's on meth. Yeah. Like, that is a meth Well, text. he does a little bit of DMT every day. That sounds like a text message someone would send you before they ask you for $30 that they swear is for a bus pass. This like, also sounds like text that we get from Kai. Yes. <laughs> it's spelled just like Kai and DJ arguing about edits. So, like, okay, hand like, this to Ben so we can see what this, this video looks like. Yeah. Kai, I hate to say it, but you really can't talk shit because he just texted us like you texted us. Same level of incoherence, same level of like... Of just wild shit. So he is one of like... Oh, that's totally a wiener. Yeah, I told you. Circumcised. Yeah, yeah. curved wiener. Yeah, it's a wiener painting. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know, this is a real person. Which, like, before I, like, deep-dived his Instagram and found this post, I was like, why won't my friend come on the podcast and talk about this guy? And now I'm like, oh, if he, like, found out that she was talking about him by name on a recorded podcast, then, yeah, he probably... That, that is... Yeah, that's, that's a dick on a painting, man. Yeah. <laughs> it looks just like the penis is in Superbad, too. Like, it looks like squiggly line, squiggly line, circle at the end. It's a pee-pee. You know what we're dealing with yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, it's Which fair. is how I would explain it if I had to be a doctor. But basically, <laughs> what this guy does is he posts, like, every day talking about how he's essentially reached enlightenment. and his Through copious amounts of heavy DMT. drug use? Of drug use. Okay. Um, and ayahuasca. And See, I've done psychedelics. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a lot on the podcast. Sure. Just also done it. psychedelics. I uh, get it. I don't, no epiphany. I don't understand how uh, it can become your one and only way of, of going through life. Like, there are people that once they do it, they, they don't feel themselves unless they're tripping. And that's when I'm like, oh, addiction can happen to anything at any time. Yeah. Um, like, I'm addicted to being super fucking good at making out. I can't quit. Well, that's been another episode of We've Got Nothing. Uh, make sure to follow us on the Instagram at We've Got Nothing Podcast. Uh, we also have a Gmail, We've Got Nothing Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me at Kai Why Saunders. You brand name or email account. Like, we've got a Gmail. So you can use your Google Docs on it. It's because I always get the email wrong and I just want DJ to be kind of okay with me in general. Um, <laughs> we will have links in our bio. Yes. As well as a link to my Instagram at Kai Saunders underscore. I'm doing comedy all over, man. I'd love to. Yes, shows. I you do. Go to them. Yeah, you should go to them. I talk about it. 
Josh, you, you can... need to be a promoter. <laughs> she has shows. You should go to them. She performs at the shows, and there are places. Like it's just like a cold story. We ain't got clout. No diamond rings. No trout. No silent streams. But we've got lots of things to say. Cause we've got nothing.